So uh, this week I started doing all of these uh, outrageous daily podcasts as part of a process that uh, that Sean you would encourage me to do. And let me tell you something. Uh, I've been doing it now for two days, and it's been eye-opening. Um, how, right, right. Uh, like, like super weird, man. Like, I had no idea. I've had like major earth-shattering sort of revelations in terms of how this stuff works. Um, but uh, you know, since I'm a neophyte here, since I've really just been been podcasting daily for the last two days. Um, uh, what I want to hear from you is like the, the big pickups that you got in your travels. Totally. And this is a concept that I started experimenting with years ago. And in theory, it sounds crazy, right? Doing something like that on a daily basis versus however you might do it now weekly, maybe once or twice a week tops for the most part. That's probably still most common when I was checking the stats, that's typical for a lot of shows. But what I ended up finding out is that for me, doing these things daily actually became easier, which that I think sounds the weirdest, but I know other people who've done the same thing. And it wasn't just podcasting. It was also like writing, email lists, things like this, just getting into kind of this daily habit or routine. It applies to other areas of life as well, too. If you've ever tried to learn an instrument or a language or whatever, a lot of those instructors will tell you, you need to get into a daily routine or habit with it. And um, there's the famous comedian, Jerry Seinfeld. He's got a saying, which I think is relevant here as well, too. And he says, don't break the chain. That's his concept or that's his advice here. He's referring to his craft, which is comedy. Obviously got started in stand-up comedy and then they had a wildly popular sitcom. But the advice that he gives is related to him and writing jokes. As in, he writes jokes <laughs> wait, every wait, day. Wait, wait. Did you just every day? Did you just explain Seinfeld? <laughs> I mean, you never know who hasn't seen it. It's been off the air for a while. <laughs> Still, no, now I feel old. Pound, that doesn't think, work. The, one of the best shows out there. <laughs> I still watch it and laugh. I know the references are largely outdated and it was largely before the internet, but much of it still applies, which is wow. Great show. Love everything about it. But Seinfeld's advice here is related to his craft, which is writing jokes since he's a comedian and he does it every day. And he says, don't break the chain. I That really resonates with me now, now that I'm in a daily habit and routine and my portion of that is recording podcast episodes related to Minecraft, which is helping folks succeed in building B2B SaaS or software as a service applications and turning those into businesses and all kinds of stuff. And there's so many elements to it. But I think by far the, because for folks that aren't in any kind of daily routine like this, the epiphany that I had here was when I just kind of started and, and was and began doing it. And this might be part of what you're going through now, now that you're experimenting with it as well, too, is that it takes a lot of the pressure off. And by that, I mean, if you're only doing something weekly, like an email newsletter, for example, then you were, there's, there's this pressure that builds and builds and builds and builds, and you want whatever you're working on to be fantastic. So that builds throughout the entire week, you do it, and then it may or may not have crushed it, or you may or may not have incorporated everything you want, Maybe the day after you're like, oh man, I should have gone this way with the story or I should have told it in that way or whatever. And then you're almost left wanting and then it doesn't come around again until the next week. And then again, pressure builds and builds and builds. And like, that's kind of the routine 
that it feels like. So you have this, you don't, you're, you're missing this like outlet. If you ever talk to like artists and creators and innovators and all this kind of stuff, they are constantly thinking about these things and they might, the ideas could hit you at any moment, right? So like it can be in your sleep or in the shower right. or while you're working out at the gym or whatever. And that's what I love about the daily routine is I, I always have the itch, but now I can scratch it a lot more frequently so that if I record something and it's great, awesome. If I record something and it isn't great, I get another shot at it tomorrow. So you mean, so, so don't break the chain. You really mean like, don't break the streak. Like you've got a streak of good things going. Don't stop. Uh, Is that what, is that what? Pretty much. Yeah. You can think of it either way. I think, I think that's what he meant, but like get into a routine with it. And then it becomes habit. It becomes second nature. And then it chains almost... hold me down, man. That's not going to work. So like, <laughs> yeah. I, I, and I'm down uh, with the habit, right? So that daily, that, that daily, like putting this stuff out there, I think is really, um, really important. I think the other thing that's like great about that. Um, and you kind of alluded to it a little bit was the, the at bats, right? You, by, by having an at bat every day, you get to improve your swing that much faster. Right. So every try, every chance you get a chance you get to do that, you can you can get better quickly. Um, It's it's like having a a mini laboratory. (laughs) And to your point, it also takes the pressure off with like, why would you um, why would you sweat like doing it wrong? The first episode I did this week um, uh, and you guys can uh, check it out on my LinkedIn if you're you're curious. Um, I completely botched the eye contact situation. And now that I'm aware of it, like now I'm like, hello, you get that, uh, what is that, <laughs> that with the, uh, over and over engaged girlfriend or whatever it is, the, uh, the meme, the meme. Right? Ah, yeah, perpetual eye contact. So, um, you, you learn just outrageously quick along the way, how this stuff kind of works. Um, and I think that you can't dismiss the value of that as well. What are, um, right. I, I guess that leads me to the next thing. Like, so. So in your journey to do this, um, apart from the the discipline, which is something you're wired for anyway, in general, um, what are the other kind of pickups, like some tactical, technical stuff that you've learned? Yeah, that's another great question. I think to make it easier on yourself is to not overthink it. So some of what you just mentioned falls into that category. But what I'd also say is that you've demonstrated already an opportunity to get better at it along the way, right? Like no one starts off knocking out of the park every time. So wherever you start, you start. And that's your baseline. And the idea is to get better a little bit over time, right? right? So don't feel forced to to rush anything or whatever. If you look at anyone's, uh, Mr. Beast was in a video, you know, the famous uh, guy with the YouTube channel talking about his earlier content and how his earlier content from the perspective of the content that he produces now, which is phenomenal. It's like in his own words, it's like the original content was obviously nowhere near as good, but it's still up there, right? And it demonstrates the progress that he's made over time as he's continued to refine his craft. Right. Same thing when it comes to any of this kind of stuff, man. It's like get into a habit with it, but make that as easy as possible for you. And since I've dabbled with music a little bit too, one of the things they talk about there that makes that easier, just as an example, is like if, let's say you want to play guitar and it might be in a case in your closet or whatever, and you might be going through routine right now where you have to pull it out and set it all up in order to even get started. Well, get yourself like a cheap stand and just put the guitar in like the corner of the room. So it's like almost always in, you can see it like almost all day, every day. And it's easy. All you got to do literally is just pick it up. You don't have to like set it all up and get, you know, 
prepared in order to start practicing, make it yeah. easier on yourself. I think that's a key part of this too, is like, don't overthink it. Don't overcomplicate it. You can always add to it. So I'm always of the nature of like, just start with the basics and then build from there. Yeah. I think it's, it's really important because um, a lot of us will suffer. Uh, I know I do um, from like trying to make it perfect and that trying to make it perfect creates like just a ton of overhead, right? You're sitting there going, oh, well, do I, make this, do I make this the right color? Is Are the subtitles in the right spot? Do yeah, I do a jump cut here or a fade or a transition? And you're like, by the end of the day, you're like, I'm exhausted thinking about how to try and make this good. And then I've lost my, my mojo, right? The oh. other part that's really uh, great about this kind of speed running on content like this is it's you're just people right? You just go be yourself. Um, and, and you don't have to put on all this extra, go hit the market with who you are and what you want to say and the value you can bring to the table. And it, the rest of it kind of takes care of itself. The, uh, the other thing that I kind of picked up here along the way too, is, um, it's real easy to get, um, demoralized, right? Because you'll go and you'll look at your statistics sometime after an episode published you go man i really crushed that one how come i've got three views on it <laughs> right what what happened why aren't you people watching right how so come like, i'm uh, reaching mr beast numbers yet yeah right so how do you in the face of like like analytics and all that kind of stuff how do you reconcile some of that daily activity mm -hmm. um with like um the, you know the the non-immediacy of the results yeah that's a great one i want to before i talk about that i want to talk a little bit more about a point you made which i think is really relevant here and that's the be people element is letting your personality come through in whatever it is you're doing let's assume it's podcasting so uh, and i'm sure our listeners are at least getting some of this but i get feedback sometimes about my basically like my delivery being dry, not having a ton of emotion in it or whatever, and not being over the top or a lot of pitch and anyway. So uh, my information is typically fairly direct, right? I like to tell stories, but I'm not overly animated. That's just not kind of who I am as a person. Um, you know, it, there's more, there's person, there's subtlety to my personality elements, but that range or the way that varies is not as much as probably what most people are interacting with on a daily basis. And the way I like to say it is that I used to have a personality. It wasn't a great one, but it was removed in engineering school. <laughs> uh, so there's nothing I can do about it now. But like what I'm getting at here is the whole coming up with this persona almost and or like screaming into the camera mm. or being really over the top with things or whatever yeah, yeah. that some of the personalities are on the shows and YouTube and whatever. And like, Look, I get it, right? You're going, you're trying to mimic what you think is working or what you see popular people doing. And to a certain extent, I'm sure there's strategy and tactic to that that might help, right? You're going for almost like a shock value kind of thing. But here's where I think that breaks down. Number one, you're not probably acting as you naturally are. And I really think that's the big problem. And it's the other element of that is like, because when I want people consuming my content, but I want my people consuming my content. And a lot of the engineers that I studied with, we have similar personalities, right? Yeah, Most right. Of them aren't great. <laughs> so <laughs> they're expecting that, right? So it's like, if I'm over the top and animated, 
about who I'm speaking to, it's actually going to come across as a negative thing to them because they're expecting right. a certain expect- style. Because right? you're posing, right? Yeah, exactly. Totally. And so then like- if and when they reach out to me, the other problem is I don't want them thinking I'm this like boisterous, loud, like obnoxious, whatever. When they talk to me and I'm in my natural state and I'm not like that, that's going to come <laughs> off weird too. It's like, which one's the real person? Like, I don't know who I'm talking to now. We, we need to get an Attenborough episode with like, this is Sean Boyce in his natural habitat. <laughs> <laughs> with, the, so like, with the full narrated everything. The, I think you're you're spot on with this. And, and a lot of folks will then either, uh, they'll either try and put on a personality or they'll try a gimmick, right? They'll do the wacky morning DJ kind of thing where they've got the sound effects totally. and all of the crazy fart noises or whatever it is. And it's like, look, that's, that's gimmicks and gimmicks might get you an initial kind of hit, but they're not going to get you uh, the long-term play, right? Be yeah. yourself because that you can't screw up. <laughs> Right. Like it comes natural. Right. And that's a key part of this too. It goes along with the theme of like, do what comes naturally and start with who you are and just make it your own right from there. And that gets back to your original question, which was like, what happens if you're not an instant, you know, personality or celebrity, you don't have ridiculous amount of success instantly, or you're not Joe Rogan or Mr. Beast or whatever, that kind of stuff. Right. Right. That is totally normal. Right still to this day, even shows that I've been working on for a while now, they don't have like a ridiculous amount of traction or, you know, the analytics may not look impressive to somebody who's pulling those kind of numbers, but I'm doing this for a very different reason, right? I'm using many of my podcasting efforts for business purposes, and I don't need tens of thousands of listens to every episode in order for that to achieve the kind of success I'm looking for. I'm looking to build my tribe of B2B sasters who want to understand, you know, more about how to successfully build those businesses. And that doesn't require me to have that kind of volume. Even if I did, I wouldn't be able to handle it because I can't help or coach that many people. So like, what would I even do with those kind of numbers? And the audience of engineer lizard people just isn't that great, right? We're not, we're very, you know, we're different people. Exactly. (laughs) But but I I think it's okay. Yeah. And it is. And it's, it's really important to understand that like, like as you go through that process to try and get to um, to your folks, it's always going to be a subset of all folks, right? It's Absolutely. by necessity smaller, good. and and right. you know you, I've heard you say this in your I've, I've heard you say this in your your uh, your next step podcast, which is really like that deep dive into your audience mm-hmm. or into your product is so much more valuable than trying to be everything to all people. Uh, and I think I think that's a big takeaway from my process as well so far, which is like, you know, by doing this every day, the safest place to be is me, <laughs> which is such a oh, weird right. like. Like I feel like the Disney rainbow should just like go across now, like yay, <laughs> the safest place stuff. to be is me, right? Exactly. Yeah. But like the the reality is, um, you know, your tribe and the folks that you're trying to get a hold of uh, and in front of are going to vibe with that uh, yep. if you're doing it right. That's not to say don't be laser focused on your outcomes, don't be right. laser focused on your content. Um, but you can't you can't stay stuck. You know, how many times do you want to go on LinkedIn and scroll down the list and see somebody talking about like? The exact same, like your marketing is not targeted at the right people. Like, uh, okay, dude, it's like 80th post a week on this, totally. not the conversation. Um, you know, be human first and then we'll work on 
<laughs> the business Absolutely. objectives kind of second uh, and feathering them in. Yep. I, I think I do want to talk about the metrics, but I think we'll push that to another show because I want to make sense. sure um, that we give it the time it needs because it's going to take a couple. But uh, but again, uh, thanks for the insight today. And, and thanks for the personally for the uh, the little push there. Getting Always me over the edge into this daily, uh, the daily Telling podcast you, grind. <laughs> For our listeners out there, give it a shot, man. I know it sounds counterintuitive that doing something like this on a daily basis would be a lot harder than weekly or a different cadence, but you might end up finding out what has become basically a situation that myself and others who have gotten into this daily routine ultimately is. Now I freak out if I like haven't checked that box on a certain day. Like I get worried about that. So it's a key part of essentially me starting my day at this point. And I love it. So um, and check the show notes or uh, YouTube the the place down there on YouTube for um, links to some tools that might make that easier for you as you go. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Consulting Trap. If you have suggestions for future episodes or would like to be a guest on our show, please send me an email at Brian at podcastchef.com. That's B R I A N at P-O-D-C-I-S-T-C-H-E-F dot com. Before we go, we'd like to thank the sponsor of our show, Podcast Chef. Podcast Chef helps turn ordinary podcasting into a revenue-generating lead magnet for your consulting business. Our podcasting done-for-you service takes away the headache of starting up and running your own podcast. Reach out now to take advantage of our 30-day money-back guarantee. Visit us at podcastchef.com to find out how our team of experts can help you leverage podcasting to take your business to the next level. Hey, you. Yes, you. It's uh, 2024 and you don't have a podcast yet. Or maybe you do, but you're struggling with it. Uh, We will talk to you about that uh, for free. We'll help you figure out uh, where you might be stuck. Uh, whether or not we can help you for sure. But also, uh, if you don't have one yet, what are the like first five things you can do? Uh, what are some great angles that you can use to make sure that your podcast was sustainable as you start to develop that moving forward? Uh, those consults are free. So reach out at the link below uh, in the show notes or email me at brian at podcastchef.com. Thanks. Hi, this is Brian. Thanks for listening to the show. Uh, our website, podcastchef.com, has a ton of useful information about how to best leverage podcasting to help you solve some of your business goals and challenges. You can also schedule a demo uh, where we can show you how specifically Podcast Chef and our team can help you with some of your podcasting goals. Thanks. Thanks.